Welcome to another episode of the Peak Performance Selling Podcast, where we interview top sellers and sales leaders to learn the different tips, tricks, and mental strategies that they use to create sustainable peak performance. Let's get rolling. Welcome to today's episode of the Peak Performance Selling Podcast. Today, we get to welcome on Scott Milliner, who's the CEO and co-founder of IntroSnap, which is a really cool tool that he'll tell us a little bit more about to help organizations give back, to get better meetings booked, to drive more success uh, as a whole with their investments in, in driving more sales engagement and prospect meetings. Beyond that, Scott has an incredible background leading sales organizations as an individual contributor, as a VP of sales multiple times, and has really worked across the spectrum of small-scale startups, early stage, taking on different funding from companies like SoftBank and other organizations to working at places like Oracle, um, being one of the top sellers there, actually number one for the Oracle Marketing Cloud out of about 350 different reps, and then running enterprise sales across many different organizations, helping triple revenue, all sorts of different things that he has done as a seller, as a sales leader. And Scott brings a wealth of knowledge to the table for us that I'm super excited for as we get to start to learn more about how you can move into sales leadership and even all the way to co-founding it and starting and running your own business. So, Scott, welcome to the show. Great. Thanks, Jordan. Uh, I am really excited to learn from you as not only is the new project that you're working on really, really interesting with IntroSnap, and we'll, we'll learn more about that as we get into it, but seeing the experience you have as a seller, as a sales leader, I'm really excited to learn more about that journey and how you think about the mental game and ultimately sustaining performance through your career. The first place we always have to start, though, is understanding how'd you end up in sales? What got you here in the first place? And talk to us a little bit about your, your career journey to where you're at today. Yeah, sure. You know, I, um, I joined a startup uh, right out of college, um, went to school in New York. A friend of mine had already just gotten this company started off. And um, uh, I came out to Cupertino, uh, California. I uh, had always wanted to come to the Silicon Valley. And uh, we were selling a product that was a combination of a Mac and a PC in a single box. He had invented this thing where you could basically toggle between either OS and run any app you wanted. It was pretty amazing, actually. Um, and so right off the bat, we had to sell it. So he had built it. And... <clears throat> It, the, the job one was, let's go, let's go sell it. So uh, it started right off there. And then I went on to run BD for two other firms, uh, including a social media marketing firm, and where I learned a lot about social and, and modern digital. Uh, and then uh, onto Oracle Marketing Cloud, as you mentioned, for a few years. And, and, then, uh, uh, and then, you know, a couple more companies and here I am. So it's been a natural trajectory for me. I, I think um, you know, I ask myself what it is about that. I think I just, I just love people, love working with people. Um, and uh, it's fun to talk about a cool new product and how it can change their lives. And then when they engage uh, and you realize, okay, they also agree that it's going to change their lives and improve their business. And 
uh, it's just very satisfying. Um, and uh, I like storytelling, which is an important part of sales, good sales. And so it's just sort of a natural fit for me. That's really great. I think it's a really hard thing for folks as they go through the traditional college path to see themselves in sales. I've talked to a lot of Mm -hmm. folks within academia now that are actually bringing sales into the college curriculum, uh, which is really exciting, but wasn't there for me. I'm guessing wasn't there for you. And so did you know you wanted to be in sales initially, or was that just how the opportunity presented itself? Yeah, not really. Yeah, in college, at least, yeah, when I went to college, they, they didn't have sales courses. Or It's funny because they, they don't teach you how to present an idea, how to run a sales cycle, how to talk to customers, how to price, how to negotiate. It's all like economic theory and, you know, art history, <laughs> which that's nice. But uh, yeah, so I, I didn't really understand uh, enterprise selling or any of that. I just had to dive in and uh, just learn by doing. Yeah, it's a really interesting space, especially as you've grown in your career now to leading. I think one of the things that intrigued me about sales early on was, well, any business has to drive revenue in order to be successful. And so it seemed like a really good path to understanding how do you communicate value to others? How do you connect with people? How do you provide feedback to your product or to your account management team about how can the organization run and grow more effectively. And as you've transitioned into VP of sales roles and now actually sitting in the CEO seat at IntroSnap, talk to me a little bit about some of the skills or mental models you've had to update with yourself moving from that individual contributor role to leadership and then ultimately to the CEO seat. Yeah, you know, the, um, I think for me, I think about some core uh, traits or core uh, day-to-day kind of actions and, and how you see yourself. Um, I, think the no, I think the number one thing is really simple, uh, but really important. You've got um, to stay positive. No matter what happens, you've got to stay positive because you have a purpose, you have a mission, you have a great product. I mean, if it's not a great product, you, know, you probably shouldn't be trying to sell it. <laughs> so you'll assume you have a, you know, a good product. Um, you got to remain excited to tell others about it, remain excited to have your team tell others about it, continue to work on it. Uh, Cause then that just that enthusiasm is contagious and it's contagious to the team. It's contagious to yourself. It's contagious to the customer, to the, to the, to the market, uh, to social media, all that stuff. Uh, so staying positive, enthusiastic uh, is, you know, is really important. Um, there's a saying that's, uh, you know, sales depends on the attitude of the salesperson, not really the attitude of the customer, right? Yeah, you need to win them over, but uh, the, the how you approach every day uh, uh, and, and approach each customer with that, that right sort of enthusiasm that's contagious is super important. That is so powerful. And I find, especially from the startup world, when maybe you're in the earlier stages of the product and you know the vision of where you want to go, but maybe it's not the best version where you're still in beta, you're still in V1 or V2. How do you maintain that in the startup world? How do you keep that enthusiasm and that positivity when you know that your product is 
on the right path, but not quite there yet? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's a good question because that's, that's sort of this, <clears throat> this the uh, elusive product market fit that a startup like ours and really, I mean, companies for years, years and years, especially in complicated areas like MarTech and, uh, and, 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 you know, analytics and big data and these other very complicated uh, to really get that, that, that uh, ball rolling where things start to come a little bit easier and everyone understands the product and really they already start to look for that product. Um, and we're certainly in that phase now. I mean, we've got customers and, and happy customers, but we have a long way to go before we, uh, before I would say that we're there, uh, but it's going really well. So in the meantime, there, there, I think one of the biggest things that keeps everybody moving in the right direction is customers. So even if it's early, go get customers. It's very energizing when everyone says, wow, you know, so-and-so company is using, is just agreed to use our product. It's very energizing. Like, cause then they realize we're not just, making a product, we're not just talking about it. Other people are putting up money to use it, to achieve what we've said we believe they can do with it. So get customers, get them on board, and then um, respond to customer change. So customers will give you feedback. Uh, Hey, we wish it did this, or how do we do that? Or can we integrate it with this? And so we work tightly to... um, to improve the product and our processes based on customer feedback, which is also energizing because it's real. We're not just sitting around thinking, oh, we should do something. It's actually a customer said it uh, or more than one customer has said it. So uh, that I think is, is the, is the couple of most energizing things is get customers and respond to customers. Um, everyone's down for that. It's thanks to help from listeners like you. This podcast can continue to grow and help others. If you found anything helpful in today's episode, please take a second, share with a friend, and leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts today. Thanks.